Let's get it. All football, all the time. You're listening to the best football show, hosted by Elliot Shore Parks. What's going on, everyone? My name is Elliot Shore Parks. Today is Saturday, November 19th, and this is the best football show podcast, the place for the top news and opinion from myself and from the best of the best from Odyssey's football podcasts and radio stations. If you like what you hear today, please hit that subscribe button as it not only helps the show grow, but if you leave a five-star review with your best NFL take, I'll make sure to read it on one of the upcoming pod episodes and we'll go over all your guys' best takes with those five-star reviews. Today I want to get into the AFC um, coming off of Thursday night's game, Titans with a big win over the Packers. Really a dominating performance from the Titans. I know that the Packers are not the team everyone expects them to be this year, but there's also no denying that going into Green Bay, prime time, snowflakes coming down, like that's a good win. That's an impressive win. I, I don't care how bad the Packers are. If you go into Green Bay and you win that game, that's an impressive win. And it really got me to thinking about the Titans and where they stand in the AFC. Because on one hand, I look at the Titans, they're seven and three. They are seven and one in their last eight games after a slow start. Uh, and the only loss they had is was was with Malik Willis at quarterback against the Chiefs. So they're playing at a very high level. But I still think when I look at the the whole of the AFC and who do I think the best teams are, who do I trust the most come playoff time, there's something about the Titans that I don't think I can say they're the best team, but they certainly are one of them. So today I want to get into the five teams that I think are the best in the AFC heading into week 11. Let's start with, we'll go five through one. So my fifth team to me in the AFC is the Baltimore Ravens. Now, I'll say this. I think that there's really only four good teams in the AFC. Coming up with the fifth one wasn't super easy. You could have convinced me into picking the Bengals based off of what they did last year. I don't think the Jets are that team, but record-wise, they at least belong in the conversation. Um, But for me, when I look at like who do I think at the end of the year or come playoff time is going to be closer to being a team that I would be afraid to play if I was another opponent in the AFC – it's the Ravens, and I, I think there's a few main reasons. One is they have a great offensive line. They have a great pass-blocking offense line. They have a great run-blocking offense line. In fact, Pro Football Focus has them as the best pass-blocking line in the NFL in fourth and run-blocking. So if you have a great offensive line, one of the best in the league, right, like top five offensive line, you're going to win a lot of games, and you're seeing that with the Ravens. They're 6-3. and three. They've blown a few leads that, that really record should be better. They've played some dominating stretches of football. They have the Panthers this weekend, so by the time you listen to this, they could be 7-3. and three. And they have the great offensive line to show for it. They also have Lamar Jackson, and it's ultimately a quarterback league. Lamar has turned it around after a little bit of a you know midseason or early midseason swoon. He has three touchdowns, no interceptions in his last three games, 16 passing touchdowns on the year. I know he only played 12 games last year, but that's as many as he had all of last year. So he's playing at a high level, higher level than he did last year. And when you have that offensive line with that quarterback, it's going to be tough to beat you. Now, they do have some weaknesses. There's no question about that. That's why I think they're not one of the like legit contenders right now. But they have issues at receiver. I mean, they tried to bring Deshaun Jackson in. That hasn't worked out. They really have nobody to speak of that you're afraid of when it comes to the receiver position. And it feels weird to say when talking about Baltimore, but their defense isn't everything it used to be. The defense is 16th in points per game. And you know, at first, you can look and say, all right, maybe they're better than that. Maybe it's situational, whatever. They're 24th in points allowed per drive, which I think is probably the best stat when it comes to looking at how good a defense is. So they're they're not the team they used to be. You know, growing up, the the Baltimore Ravens I knew they won with their defense. That's not who they are anymore. They have a great offensive line, a great quarterback, and that that's really what's carried them. So 
Definitely still have some um, skepticism about them, but with how bad the rest of the AFC teams are, at least how little I believe in them, for me, the Ravens would be number five right now in the AFC. Number four, the team we start, started the pod talking about, the Tennessee Titans. Like I said, seven and, and one in their last eight games, and that only loss came at Kansas City in overtime with Malik Willis at quarterback. Um, I will say that these wins that they're pa- they're racking up, not exactly against great teams. The Colts, the Commanders, the Raiders, the Texans, like they're not playing the who's who of the best in the NFL. But here's the thing about the Titans: they just win. Like for whatever you think of them. Each year under Mike Vrabel, they are a competitive team that always seems to be in the discussion for the number one seed. They were 12 and five last year. They were the number one seed. 11 and five the year before, seven and three uh, this year. If you look at that quickly, that's, uh, I'm going to do this math quickly live on the air, which is never a, a good idea. 23, 30, and 13. 30 and 13 in the regular season over the last two and a half years. That's incredibly impressive. Like, I do think they are one of those teams that come playoff time, I'll simply never really believe in them. I know they went to the conference finals uh, a few years ago, but no playoff wins the last two seasons despite being the number one seed. And the main concern with them for me is the quarterback. I know Ryan Tannehill played pretty well. He had some really nice throws on Thursday night in that win. But come playoff time, like when push comes to shove, is Ryan Tannehill special? And I think what you saw last year in the playoffs, and I know they're different teams, but what you saw last year in the playoffs was Joe Burrow special, Ryan Tannehill, not special. He is a definition of like Matt Ryan on steroids, right? Like he's like the better version of Matt Ryan, but he's not really anybody at this stage of his career. If you're an opposing defense that you'd be afraid to play. So love the defense, really good defense. One of the best in the NFL, love the head coach, love the fact that they just know how to win. But I can't put them ahead of some of these other teams I have ahead of them because I just don't trust the quarterback to make a big play when it matters. So the number three team for me would be the Miami Dolphins. Uh, They're on a bye week this week, but they have played like one of the best teams in the NFL, regardless of conference, when they've had two at quarterback. Tua right now playing like one of the best quarterbacks in the entire NFL, 18 touchdowns, three interceptions. And one of my favorite stats in all of the NFL right now Tua undefeated when he started and finished this year, right? Like I cover the Philadelphia Eagles who up until last Monday were undefeated. Tua is still undefeated. You can make the argument the the, like the legitimate Miami Dolphins are the only undefeated team left in the NFL. When Tua's played, nobody has beaten this team. So, you know, you contrast that to, to Ryan Tannehill. I trust Tua more than I trust Ryan Tannehill. Now, the defense, not as good as the Titans' defense. The defense is 16th in points per drive. You saw they added Bradley Chubb. Like, they know they have to get better on defense. But they have such a great offense that right now, I think come playoff time, like, I trust them to win a shootout. Two is playing like an MVP, uh, you know, having a career breakout year. They have Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle, arguably the best wide receiver duo in the NFL. They have impressive wins. They beat the Bills, right? Who I think are, as you'll see, one of the top two teams in the AFC. And their offense is just legit. Like they have the best offense in the NFL, according to Pro Football Focus, the best passing game in the NFL, according to Pro Football Focus. And in a league that's built on passing, in a league where the rules are bent to make sure if you're a good offense, you'll be able to pass the ball and they make it harder on the defense, the Miami Dolphins are going to be extremely tough out. Now, they don't have playoff experience, which matters, but ultimately... I think this team is built to win in the playoffs. I think they have the offense that you want come playoff time. And I think the only two teams ahead of them right now are like extremely battle-tested, proven teams. But just talk about one of the biggest surprises in the league. I think the Miami Dolphins are an elite team and definitely one of the top three teams in the AFC. All right, the number two team for me 
is the Buffalo Bills. Now, I know this is a tough time to to hype up the Bills, right? They're coming off two straight losses, and those those losses have been ugly. Like, let's be honest. The loss to the Jets, not a good one. Josh Allen, two interceptions in that game, huge in the fact that they lost. This last one, I know they blew it in the Vikings, and that was a tremendous game against a really good opponent. So it's not like losing to the Jets. But Josh Allen, interception in the red zone in overtime to end it. Like, for as good as the Bills are, and they are really good, Josh Allen has kind of been the biggest question, but here's the thing. The roster is so good, and I just believe in Josh Allen to turn it around. I mean, when you look at the rest of the Bills, they are fifth in coverage, according to Pro Football Focus, second best pass rush in the NFL. Like, their defense is legit, legit. I think there's an argument for being one of the best in the NFL among the contenders. The Cowboys offense is up there. Like, the Broncos have a great off, uh, a great defense, but they don't they don't, they're not uh, contenders. So it doesn't even matter their defense is that good. The Bills have arguably the best defense among the contenders. And that really matters because ultimately, I still think Josh Allen's going to get it done when it matters. And you look at that win in Kansas City to kind of prove that. The game they like emotionally had to have, like their kind of regular season Super Bowl. They went in and beat the Chiefs in Kansas City. It's incredibly impressive. When you had everything up, even with the two bad losses in a row, the turnovers, all that stuff, they're second in points per game on offense, second defense in points allowed. They're going to be probably seven and three when they built when they beat the Browns this week. So probably won't get the number one seed. I mean, they certainly still have a chance when you consider they have the tiebreaker over the Chiefs. These two losses definitely hurt them. But I still think the Bills, despite this recent uh, you know poor stretch of play, are probably the second best team in the entire NFL. But they're definitely the second best team in the AFC. And I think, as I've mentioned with the Dolphins, but even more so with the Bills, they're not a team you're going to want to see come playoff time. All right, the number one team in the AFC, and I think the number one team in the NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs. They're 7-2. and two. My guess is they'll probably be 8-2 and two after they beat the Chargers on Sunday Night Football. And when it comes to the Chiefs, like there's really not a lot of explanation needed. There's kind of just two names. Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid. Like, that's how you know they're all-time great players. Obviously, the players and coaches. And obviously, the resume speaks for itself. But if you have Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, you go into every single game against any opponent in any stadium thinking you're going to win. And what really shows how great they are is despite the fact that they lost Tyree Kill, despite the fact they're dealing with injuries, and they're certainly dealing with injuries now, especially at the receiver position, they still have their one offense in the NFL. And despite the receivers they're going to be missing on Sunday night, I still expect them to go and put up a ton of points against the Chargers. Like when you have greatness at the two most important spots in the entire sport, they have the best quarterback in the league. I don't even have to say arguably. And then arguably the best head coach in the league, certainly one of the best resumes. And I think just on, you know, accomplishments alone recently, he's arguably the best coach in the league. But when you have the best of the best at those two spots, you're the number one team in the NFL, like point blank period. We talked about with the Dolphins, how they're, they're such a great passing offense that the rules are bent to help them. It's the same with the Chiefs, only way better because they have a way better quarterback, even as good as two is playing. So I think the Chiefs now, they're not, you know, they're not perfect. The defense is certainly beatable. They're 19th in points allowed. The defense has not been great. And that could be their Achilles heel come playoff time, especially against a team like the Bills or the Dolphins. But when you have to give the ball back to Patrick Mahomes, when you have a quarterback that you know can make the biggest play when you need it, I I can't put anybody ahead of you. I just simply can't. I trust the Chiefs to beat any opponent they come across in any situation. And for me, that's why they're the number one team in the AFC. 
This has been the latest edition of the Best Football Show podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please hit that subscribe button and hit that five-star review with your best NFL take. Like I said at the top of the show, leave a five-star review with a, a fire NFL take, and I'll make sure I read it on an upcoming pod. So thanks again for listening, guys, and I'll talk to everyone on Monday.